This is Mark Wade, writer of Superman Birthright, and you're listening to Krypton Report. I am your host, Tyler, and welcome to Krypton Report, a podcast dedicated to all things Superman, Supergirl. We're going to look at the Supergirl TV series, as well as the Krypton TV series, anything that has to do with the characters in their world. Comics, movies, TV shows, we will talk about everything and anything. We are part of the Southgate Media Group Podcasting Network. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Krypton Report. You can also email us at kryptonreportpod at gmail.com. If you get a chance to go over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review to help us get better. You can find me personal at JTYPatrick on Twitter and everything else. So welcome to this episode of the Krypton Report. We do want to apologize. We have been gone. And that if you're wondering, hey, what happened to episode two? Well, I'm wondering the same thing. There was a technical difficulty, and we lost. The tracks didn't carry over, and I had a special guest. So I'm going to try to get them back and do a retconning special of Episode 2. So don't freak out. We're going to get caught up, um, but I do apologize. So with that said, we're going to move forward with Episode 4, because if you would have noticed, Episode 3... I did with Phil. We did live as a Cape, Capes and Lunatic event. So that was already broadcasted to you. So now we bring you Season 3, Episode 4. The episode is entitled The Faithful. Now the episode opens up two years ago on the plane. Well, a plane. And then we are later, we are learned that it is the plane from the pilot that is Supergirl's coming out and revealed and I thought it was a cool little throwback and we have a character who's talking about his life sitting on the plane and then in that he witnesses Supergirl and sees her her before becoming the Supergirl um, we, we flash forward to the modern times where we are introduced to what's going on with, and I cannot remember her name. So call her Rain, because that's all I know her by. Um, what is her character name before she turns crazy? It is Samantha, which I probably should know that because I have a cousin named Samantha. Shh, don't tell my cousin. So, Samantha is working, and she gets this thing in this group about. Um, that have been saved or marked by Supergirl, which is, like, really creepy, crazy, if you think about it, that Supergirl saves someone. And I mean, yeah, it's an honor, I guess, to be saved by Supergirl, but no cult that we know of did this for Superman. And this guy has the symbol of Rao, which is the Kryptonian god. And there's a really interesting comic book that was printed... It was one of those Justice League side stories where it took place technically during the New 52, but it wasn't, it was a side Justice League. I don't know if it was Justice League, the new Justice League or Justice League. What was it? 
anyways, it's when Rao comes to Earth, and it's all about Clark experiencing Rao and what Rao really is. And it was a very interesting take on the character and, this, and the fact that this person is supposed to be like a god is brought down to more of a human level. But anyways, we see a flash to Allura. Supergirl mentions that she remembers everyone that she saves, which is really cool if you think about it. Um, so we learn that these people are doing this to get attention. Um, we find out that the guy basically had information from a scout ship. Good old scout ships. They seem to be reoccurring problems here in the universe. Uh, this episode, once again, does not give us any guardian. Um, so I'm, I'm just wondering if, is that going sideways with Jimmy? I mean, what are they doing with Jimmy? He's seems very underdeveloped once again. Um, and it's just, I don't know. Um, and my thing is when she's exposed to what she calls kryptonite and she's like, but kryptonite supposed to be radioactive pieces of the home world. It was supposed to be pieces that contained radiation after the planet blew. So considering the scout ship is supposed to be ordered before the planet blew, it would just have pieces of krypton, not per se kryptonite. So that's a big, uh, it's a big flash there. No pun intended with the flash, but just something to kind of, hey. Um, so... get a really cool moment from Jimmy Olsen though where he recalls the story of when he first met Superman. He tells about how he met Clark when he talked about Superman and what that meant to him as he explains to Carr what might people be feeling and it just seems like this is a really cool story and the idea of approaching how people might see the Kryptonians. I wish they kind of would have left the Rao stuff out of it and just done something that was just straight I feel like it's two stories either a cult that follows Supergirl or a cult that decides to take up Rao because of Supergirl um, I think the blending was kind of odd but in doing so at the end of the episode when the scout ship is going to blow up Kara takes it flies down and stops it from killing people because the guys decided that he was going to blow it up be there just so happens to be a spaceship right there that is freed and when the spaceship is free we're back in samantha's kitchen or no bathroom and a really creepy looking senator palpatine uh emperor talks to her like she will rain down blah 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 and then she disappears and it was really creepy and freaky and that's pretty much the episode um what are your thoughts on it? You know, hit us up on our social media. Let us know uh, what you're thinking. I'm just trying to get everybody caught back up. It's been crazy with um, just the new job and the kids and the wife working. So we appreciate the patience and some awesome news. If you haven't heard yet, we now have merch on tpublic.com. You can get your very own Krypton Report t-shirt. 
And if you do get one, take a picture with it and we'll put it online. And let's just, you know, let's celebrate things that we love, you know. Oh, hi, Jania. Hi. Where did you come from? The land of Assassin's Creed Origins. Ah, once again, you retreated to another world and I've lost my wife. Yes. For those who don't know, when Jania first discovered the Assassin's Creed games, I didn't have a wife for about three months. I had a roommate that played PlayStation on my couch. Yep, or in bed while you were sleeping. Oh, yeah, or in bed while sleeping. That's pretty much. Um, So, Jania, I bring you in here because I love you and you're my co-host, but also you have a very good fashion sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have an eye for design. Thank you. And they just released the image, the first image of um, Samantha's character, or the character of Samantha in her rain costume. Okay. And you haven't seen it yet, have you? I have not, no. Good. Because first, let me show you this great shot from the comics. That's the character of Rain standing over top of Supergirl. Wow, she looks pretty gnarly. And I uh, wanted to find... I thought I had the book, but I guess I don't. Of Supergirl, this storyline, because I wanted to reread it. Uh So I'll have to go pick it up. But now, close your eyes as I pull up the the picture of what the... Oh, there it is. And that's the show version. A little underwhelming. And kind of reminiscent of Supergirl's costume, in a sense. Doesn't she also look like she should be hanging out with General Zod from Man of Steel? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, 100%. lose the mask, and then she could be on the Black Zero. I don't understand it. I mean, black is great. Don't get me wrong. The mask isn't bad. I I feel like... Okay, so... I feel like with every CW reveal of a, of a character, mm-hmm. the first picture sucks. We might just need a different, yeah, a different angle or I mean, something. I don't like the cape. I don't like the cape I'm at not, all. I don't like the cape because, once again, we we don't need the anti-Supergirl when we kind of had Bizarro already. It sh- and we fought Kryptonians. Like, I, we fought, you know, <sighs> we had um, Daxamites that tried to be. So I would... You know, I want her to be something more than just, she looks regular human, you know? She does. And then if you, like, if you go back, is this right here? Yep. Okay. If you go back to the actual rain costume, all right, she looks really B.A. You well, know what I mean? She's got, like, this armor on her one arm. I like She's the- got, like, more of a dark green kind of look. You know, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the... The bear skin. The bear skin. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. And um, there, there's just, like, too much skin showing well, for my I like how she has, like, stuff, like, armor-esque around her face. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I like the one arm, like, in the armor. Like, like you know, medieval. Or she's, that's where she's going to pull her sword from. And she does she have has, like, a, a cape. cape shawl-ish. It's like a cape, like, kind of like a shawl. But, yeah, she's, like, very her own right here. But then you flip back to the one from Supergirl, and she's not very original-looking to me. Um, it another looks very, like, odd cosplay. It, it, it looks like somebody who's trying to copy Supergirl in town and be just like her, but, you know, they don't have any powers or whatever, you know. Anyway, it just looks sad to me. To me, it does. There's there's aspects I like. I think it'd be kind of neat if they would cut the mask and it's just covering one side 
because uh, like they're trying to give her like horn looking things like and like I don't it's the angle of the photo or something because she looks very flat she does look flat she looks you know, extremely flat and her, the way her legs look and everything it's very like very odd. Photoshop honestly her neck looks Whoa. crazy ridiculously skinny I'm gonna pull up here on my phone real quick while we're while we're looking at this, it just, it makes her look puny. I don't feel like she's dangerous or powerful. It's um, the angle. It's the upward angle. There's, it's not, um, it's not appealing for her, for this character, I should say. She looks fine herself, but like for this kind of a character and especially how, you know, how gnarly the other I'm trying to think rain back. Like I said, I feel like every reveal photo looks horrible. I think the only one that was actually ever really cool was Green Arrow. Now, look. Here's the Flash. This was the first photo they released showing the Flash. That's not bad. It's not bad, but it's kind of odd. It is a little odd. Okay. Now, I do have to say one thing about this costume. To me, it kind of echoes back to, like, a medieval look. I think it, it could be more medieval, like... It looks like medieval Supergirl. Like It does. If Supergirl was a Power Ranger, this would be the tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. For sure. <laughs> so I don't know much about Rain. Is Rain supposed to be a more medieval looking character? Yeah, Is that like I mean, the plan? She's a, she destroys, she's a killer. Like, okay, go back. Here's the first photo revealed of Supergirl's costume. I remember talking about that. And like that photo is just like, meh. It's flat. Too. Compared to what we get. And then this, this one was the first one they revealed what Superman looked like. And he, it was very underwhelming. And it was very meh. It just it's, ugly. Okay, here's here's the problem with CW and their, their photos that they put out. To me, they are over-processed. Well, they are just over-photoshopped. They are over... But like in this one, Supergirl looks done. great. Yeah, she does look good. She does look good. But I'm saying, like, his first reveal, he looks meh. And it wasn't until, like, the second photos and the the behind-the-scenes photos that I was like, okay, he looks good, like, right here. And I don't know if it's because of when they take the photos. But here's the thing. This is more of a raw photo that you're looking at right now. Right. These are so processed. You've got this backdrop. You know know, what I mean? You know what they look like? What? They look like the photos that Marvel does when they make their posters. And they're super processed, and they look almost like they're drawn. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of that. Sometimes your characters are going to look better if they're more natural. And they're in the environment. I mean, here's a f- recent Photoshop promo image. I think she Supergirl looks great right there. Yes, yeah, she does. You know? She does. So this costume right now is very <laughs> underwhelming to me. I'm I'm not impressed. I don't. She doesn't look threatening. She just looks odd. She looks like Psychosis, an old wrestler from WCW. Like, she should be a luchador somewhere, almost. A medieval luchador. She looks like it's Halloween and she's going out. And that symbol on her chest, is that a screaming skull? Like, it looks like a skull, or is it supposed to be something that... I don't understand why she has to have a symbol that looks exactly like Supergirl's. The See, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just afraid they're going to make Rain out to be more like Davis Bloom. From Smallville. That would be sad. Like her arc. And speaking of Supergirl, ours is awakening. But I just, I'm underwhelmed. I'm waiting for another image. And I, we probably, we may see her like this as the last episode before the mid-season break. 
Do you think maybe this could be like a a preliminary costume? Like, well, I mean, going back to the Superman photo we looked at, you know, we saw him in the costume, and if you look, if you really look, he looks a little thinner. His he's got a like. It looks like someone grabbed him off the street, so we didn't get this picture because his hair is more of like his natural look. Mm-hmm. Like when he was on Teen Wolf, he's got that. Uh, five o'clock shadow going on. Mm-hmm. But then when you see him in the episode of Supergirl, he's clean shaven, his hair's parted the way it is, and he looks the part. Mm-hmm. It just seems like they said, all right, Tyler, you're hired. Put that suit on. We're going to take this picture. Right. Right. So I kind of wonder how early in production this photo was taken. But I, well, I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying exactly, because like, I wonder if... Maybe we might get another version of this costume later on. Like, maybe this is her, like, I'm coming out. You know, the only thing that I have to go off of costume-wise is Supergirl. So I'm going to kind of take from her a little bit. You know what I mean? But then later on, when she's able to become, like, more of her own character mm-hmm. and more of her own persona, um, maybe she'll step away from the Supergirl-esque mold. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, just a thought. It is. I mean, maybe, like you said, it would be cool if she's, like, in this arc, maybe she tries to go and do good, and this is the costume that she has, and then maybe she tears it up and tatters it or has a mental breakdown and goes psychotic and, uh, you know, rips the sleeves, loses the cape, her skin turns a weird color. I don't know. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But that is the rain that we're getting right now. Um, very underwhelming. Like very, very underwhelming. Especially if I hadn't. If, I wonder if I had showed you that costume, then showed you the character, how it would have been. Now here's here's another thing. They are showing us these pictures out of context. You know, we have no context to go with why is she dressed up like that? You know, what's what's the um, the drive behind her being dressed up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. And here, here's a high-res shot. And it does kind of look like a skull, doesn't it? It does. Like head, eye, nose, teeth, open mouth. On her chest. Yeah, it kind of does look like a screaming skull. That's odd. So, and then it kind of almost looks like, once again, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Pardon me. We're going to pull up. Why I'm pulling up this image? You know an interesting fact? In the comics and everything, there's never been, like, one set, like, history slash, like, look, design of General Zod. Really? It's like he's always very slightly different in, like, every form. Like, there's times you could look at a character and be like, is that General Zod? Or maybe you don't know if it's General Zod. Trying to find a good shot of his chest, but... Honestly, probably one of the ones with the shackles on it better than that. It was kind of dark. It's kind of tiny. 
can I ever? Oh, hey. Now see how his is kind of got that curve to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people say, what if he, like, an old theory was, what if Zod had a ties to Darkseid? Because it kind of looks like Darkseid's Omega symbol turned sideways. Oh, interesting. Um, but then look just how the formation is, like, curvy. Mm-hmm. I, said, I just, I don't know. Maybe they took out after the, uh, the idea of General What I always find costume. interesting is, like, I know that they hire Colleen Atwood, who designed Supergirl's costume. And I know she did the Arrow and the Flash, but then like after that, when they have the other characters take on superhero personas, does she come back or does like somebody else on set do it? Right. You know, like they hire her for the big guns and then she disappears. Like she probably did Superman's. But that's all for today. That's Rain. And thank you, Jania. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And remember, look up in the sky. And remember, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Krypton Report. You can also email us at kryptonreportpod at gmail.com. If you get a chance to go over to iTunes, please leave us a review to help us get better. If you're an Amazon shopper, just remember you can go to southgatemediagroup.com. There's a portal login to Amazon, and you'll shop into your account just regular, but it also helps keep all the podcasts on and helps keep Southgate running. Remember, look up in the sky.